Hey, good evening, everybody. John Henry Soto here, along with, as always, George Batista. Welcome to Counterparts Spotlight Conversations with Creative Minds. As you all know, we just love to have creative minds on here. And we have one today. We have David Breyer is going to be on the show. Holy crap, branding master. So whatever you do, whatever you got a brand, this is the place to be right now. So please hang tight. Let's do a little dancing. All right. Uh, David Breyer is going to be on the show. And we're really excited about this because, you know, I'm in social media. It's what I do. I do a lot of branding. I'm trying to this, you know, my truck is my hat, this thing. This is all part of like my thing. Of course, George, you've known me a long time. So I've been pretty much this for a long time. But yeah. um, we're Same very excited. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so we're really excited to really dive in. So before that, I know, George, uh, you got some love to give to our sponsor and then a little bit about David and then we're going to rock and roll. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Welcome to Counterparts. All right. So the Counterparts show is brought to you by Wellness Resources, a family owned and operated nutritional supplement company providing the highest quality clinically formulated supplements since 1985. Find out why Wellness Resources supplements are the top choice of health conscious individuals around the world. Go to myvitaminresource.com. And if you enter the promo code counterparts, you will get free shipping on any size order. So don't forget. All right. So let's talk about our exciting guest today. We have on Mr. David Breyer. Now, David Breyer is an internationally recognized brand identity expert, veteran designer, author, speaker, and fast company expert blogger. David has worked with such companies as Revlon, Estee Lauder, Jim Henson's Associates, Rolling Stone Magazine, and the Trump Organization, as well as numerous local and regional companies earning David over 328 international and national industry awards. He's also been written about in publications such as Forbes.com, Inc., Fortune Small Business, and the Huffington Post, just to name a few. He is also the author of the best-selling book titled Brand Intervention, 33 Steps to Transform the Brand that You Have into the Brand that You Need. And this is going to be a masterclass on branding. So without further ado, let's bring him up. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Breyer. Yes. All right. Hey, hey. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. We appreciate it. Um, we have questions as George and I sometimes do. George is more organized with the questions. I kind of like to just kind of free flow on what the conversation takes us. Sometimes that gets me in trouble because I try to be funny and it ain't funny, but I still go. Well, with well, well I think well, between George and I, we, we'll, 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 like if you say something and we each notice that you think that it's entertaining. He and I will either give you a thumbs up or a thumbs up. You'll still know as you're going. We don't want you to be wondering, Yeah, am I hitting Yeah, it? yeah. Am I, am, oh, do man. I own the room or does the room own me? You know? Yeah, I just don't want to end the night with a lot of this going on. Cause... I understand. I understand. <laughs> it's it's not. It's it's much easier to go like this than it is like right. I, you got to use That's different true. muscles. You can pull a muscle, really, yeah. A lot of strain. A lot of strain. <laughs> so listen, David and I are the drummers. We'll keep the time, okay? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Nice. I like that. I like that. All right. There you go. 
Cool. Well, David, thank you so much. So um, I'm going to turn it over to George. He's going to ask a, 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 one of our first questions to you, and then we're going to kind of turn it over um, and to you. And we're going to, and I have a, a, some, I have some questions, but they're more like comments on having followed your career and seeing some of the, uh, the work that you've done based on that. So Jorge, what do you got? Yes, sir. So, um, we know some things about you. We know you, you grew up in New York, right? I know you were yep. a musician and, and mm -hmm. you were definitely into the arts and stuff like that, which is awesome. And again, so were we, we're totally into that. Um, what I would like to know is, I mean, just for the folks that don't know what, how did the whole branding thing start? How did you get into that? Ah, well, like you haven't been asked this before. I haven't. Well, I, I, well, I, I true. I, I'm asked that a fair amount, but you know, I always like to give a good context. So it makes sense. Growing up in New York, um, I was always really exposed to, you know, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens, then a little, little bit on Long Island and then moved to Manhattan to start my career. And so what happened was growing up, I loved anything that kind of made me pause and go, Hmm, I was just, I was really meant like a sponge. So whether that was us going to Greenwich village on Sundays and walking around the West village and Washington square park and me seeing the street musicians or walking by a particular deli or restaurant and smelling that it was kind of like anytime that my senses were awakened and brought like, bam, what was that? You know, it's kind of like, because a lot of life, I mean, it is a little philosophical, but it is how I think. And so the thing is, is that, you know, life kind of goes along. Well, yet there's things that make us stop and go, whoa, whoa, what was that? We do the double mm. take. Sure. It's the stuff that rises up, rises into a level of like, wait a second. That's not just a plotting along, da, 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 because a life led like that is dull as shit is like that's right. not that's not i don't believe that that's why we why we're here or what we're or to what extent we can truly live and inspire and light things up so that's essentially what was the thing for me i was an artist from the very point that i held could hold a pencil i dug music i loved odd time t signatures you know i love progressive rock and nice. fusion and different things uh, as well as Love the Beatles, love Motown, love James Brown. I mean, you know, yeah, just Full boom. Spectrum. It was like the Supremes, the Temptations. I mean, you know, come on. So I loved all of that. <laughs> and when it came to what can I do for a career, you know, it was like I basically thought, okay, I was going to be an illustrator. That's what I thought I was going to be. Hmm. Um, and I was studying to be an illustrator. But it was my last, it was my last semester um, in my sophomore year. And I was like, I saw this publication that nobody here would really know unless they were a designer. Just know that it was a trade publication, but it wasn't usual. It was very unusual. It was larger in size, but there was, it radiated like a level of craftsmanship. I mean, you could not take your eyes off of it. You know, when you know, when you hear a piece of music and you just go, oh, yeah. it's like, bam, or you yeah. or you see a piece of or you see a mural on a wall or you see a piece of architecture or you taste a piece of food and you go, 
damn, that chef was not asleep. He didn't right. leave nothing. Uh, you know, nothing <laughs> was left that should that couldn't have just been amplified. So that's basically what happened for me in that literally, I remember that exact class. It was on a drawing table and it was just sitting there. Someone had left it and I snatched it. I was like, I am taking this. I am devouring this. Right. And I then started, who is the designer? I, I looked at the, the masthead where you have the, you know, all the credits, the editor, the oh, writer. Yeah, yeah. and I looked at it and I was like, who's the designer? And I started to hunt. Now you have to understand this is key for everyone listening to this. Okay. There was no freaking internet when I was doing that. It wasn't like, <laughs> right. oh, let me Google this. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. That means I got, I have to like find out, I have to do some legwork. I got to go to look at places and, you know, I you didn't, yeah. we didn't have what we take for granted today. Oh, and man, so, and so it was very, very interesting. That was the beginning where mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'm not, I don't want to just be like an accompanist to something. I want to actually make sure the entire thing comes out right. Right. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when Phil Collins went from being the drummer and occasional backup singer on the Genesis when Peter Gabriel was in the, in the, in the, in the singing uh, role and major songwriting role, lyric, lyric role. And he left. Now it was like, Oh shit, Phil could fill those shoes. And then he obviously had a very big impact on where they went musically. Right. And so to that extent, that's a long answer, but it gives you a bit of a snapshot of how that came to be. No, I love that. And you know, there's so many different, expressions in that industry you know it's it's when you're when especially in new york city you know you even before the internet you can walk down broadway or anywhere and there's just so much illustration and creativity and things like that for something to really grab you that was just kind of lying on the on the you know you know fate you call it whatever you want you created it you pulled it in you whatever whatever we want to say that it is but what would you say to someone because people miss things like that. That's that's what aggravates me sometimes. Like I'll I'll be listening to a piece of music and then somebody starts talking to me. <laughs> Wife. Yeah, I don't I don't want to say that, but <laughs> but I'm like or or even this, where you're watching a movie and there's a scene that's like you that's like you've seen the movie already, but you know that this is like the scene. Yeah. And yeah. they get up to go to the bathroom. Right. I'm just right. I, I get I get crazy with that. It's like I feel like people sometimes miss that you know is there some way that people can amplify their their senses in order to really not miss the moments that are really going to build their future well i can only speak from my experience and I'll, I'll answer you with this i don't if i'm there as a in the audience capacity and i'm taking something in and i'm like and I want someone, I mean, I look, we've all, we've, we've all seen like a, a movie with an amazing scene or, or some pivotal thing. And you're like, you're like, watch this, you know, pay attention. Um, yeah, you could do it in the moment. But what I found to be more rewarding is owning the fact that I can create things, brands, packages, images, messages, stories, all of those things as part of the brand landscape for my clients that get others to stop and go, whoa. And right. for me, it's, it's stepping into the shoes of, I help people connect the dots that they otherwise are missing 
or are other otherwise are overlooking. So I just put myself in that capacity of it's like, how am I going to help them connect the dots? Because I'm good at that. If I'm talking to yeah. people, if you're asking me questions, I'm going to help you connect some little universe or world over here and in, and this other one over here. And all of a sudden you're going to go, oh, my God, those things. They might be cousins. They might be they might be siblings. They, right. They might they might be married <laughs> right, right. <laughs> in, so, in some world. But all of a sudden, but that's that's the thing that I love to do. And yeah. as a result, that's made that's done an amazing, amazing outcomes for clients. It's done amazing outcomes for just when we're in the world in any capacity, whether we're an entrepreneur, whether we're a leader, whether we're a writer, whether we are running a business or performing with others in a band or in some capacity. Um, we, I think are, it's incumbent upon us to open eyes, open minds and open hearts. Those are the things that I look at. If I am failing to do that in a conversation and I don't mean that that takes work and it doesn't mean like I have a different agenda than what I'm there to do. Cause I mean, I can, I can move. I'm, I'm able to adapt because not everybody's going to give a damn. My grandmother who's no longer with us is not going to care about certain things that I might care about, but I could still help her right. in that way. And I could, or I could do it to a young, a young nephew, or I could do it to my wife or my wife could do it to me, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's where the fun comes in. It's like, how do we actually open minds, open hearts and open eyes? Love that. Now I want to, I wanted to, sorry, George, I know no, you had go a right ahead. I'm going to just jump in here for a second, but, um, the the when you're approaching or when someone approaches a better question is when is someone ready to get branding advice because sometimes i think they're they're they decide they want to get they got the logo they they opened up a bank account they got the space they got everything set and i'm like okay so what are you what's the day-to-day -day? well i don't know we're gonna do what i've been doing in my house for free you know uh, you know, it's it's sort of like when you see someone, no. and, well, what, no. what, do you, what do you look no. for right off the bat? Well, they, they, well they, they, they've, they've, based, they've basically gone about it ass ways. That's that's <laughs> like that's like that's like going that's like going. Uh, I I'm breathing, therefore I can win an Olympic race because people when they complete and cross the finish line are breathing. Therefore, I, I'm ready for that. Yeah. That's that's the, that's about as logical an right. argument, okay? So so the thing is, is that, I mean, and I literally had this conversation 12 months ago where there was a designer who had invited me on as to his podcast. And he goes, so when is it that, when is it that you actually decide, decide to do the design, like before or after the story? And I looked at him and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> how the hell do you know what you're designing unless you right. actually have defined it in, in terms of a story <laughs> and how do you come up with a story unless you actually know well who's the audience i'm going to serve and if you're going to serve that audience well we live on a planet where there's no shortage of options if i want to eat out there's a gazillion restaurants if i want to buy some shoes there's a ton of brands if it's and keep on going down the list right so there's noise <laughs> 
So unless I've gone and looked and gone, how much noise is there? Mm. How the hell do I know how to eat? It's like, how can I estimate what's going to be impactful against the background noise level of what? You know, so I mean, there are factors that one has to do. So um, that person, I would consider that you, the picture you painted, okay, they've got the logo and they've got, uh, they've opened up the bank account. I, I couldn't give a shit if they opened up the bank account. I couldn't give a shit if they have a logo. I couldn't even give it. I, I, I would just collect the information. What, what name did you come up with? How did you come up with it? What's, what, what's your competition like? What people, what people are you serving? Because those people have values. I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. There's a, there's a, a brilliant naturopath who devised a drug-free program for, pe- for women to um, really make it go through menopause without drugs and without the discomforts and the hot flashes and the emotional this, not the other. And by the way, I found out that the hot flashes and were actually, oh, the, no, that the, that the hormonal imbalance was a symptom, not the cause. I learned this from her. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. That all of a sudden I was like, whoa. Well, the interesting thing about this is I, I start looking in and she, so she has this program, great program. And I'm like, oh, so I, I do my homework and do all the stuff. She had this, uh, I think her thing was called uh, Vi- Vitality Project or something. She called it something like that. I said, that doesn't, I said, the words, uh, word vitality is nice, but it doesn't mean anything in the context of what you're doing. Hmm. So what I learned as I was doing this is women, when they're talking about menopause, they talk about it. It's, they refer to it as the change. You're going mm-hmm. through the change. I didn't right. know that. Right. I learned right. that as I was going through it. I was like, oh, shit. So they have their own code, right? They have their own <laughs> slang. Right. Hey, you going through the change? Shit, I'm going through the change. What else you want to know, right? It's like, and so, and so what happens is, is I come up with, I, I developed this. And this is because I looked. She had a good program. Nothing else was in place. So came up with the name of it. Came up with the slogan of it. The new name was outshine the change and 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 the slogan is screw menopause naturally (laughs) 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 and every woman every woman that hears outshine the change instantly knows what they're talking about a guy wouldn't it would go the guy go oh okay whatever he wouldn't know what the hell you're talking about but that you know we because i knew that audience and i looked at the amount of noise there were all these menopause solutions, but outshine the change, bang, that had a vibe and a feel, distinction, yeah, yeah. and screw menopause. Naturally, every woman that reads that was, laughed their ass off for like five minutes right. and then and then was ready to lie. They, they were right in the palm of your hand. So it's wow. kind of like knowing you gotta know yeah. you gotta know where to start. Right. You yeah. gotta know if you haven't and you and don't be and don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by the wonderful intoxicating dopamine hit you get from oh i got this great blah, 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 blah. you know it's like hey mm. I, it, it's great to be excited but now let's bring it back and go okay is this is this you know is this gonna like freaking crush it or right. was that just are we just like you know in love with ourselves infatuated with ourselves for just those few minutes and right. we're now back to uh looking just and it doesn't mean get less excited but it but it is a skill set to be able to go from, you know, it's kind of like figuring out a good drum fill. Mm-hmm. Like one of my, like one of my, one of my, I, I loved, 
for those that are into, into music, I, I loved, I really dug Genesis when I was growing up. Um, and this is Genesis with Phil Collins. I mean, with, uh, with um, Peter Gabriel. Well, Cinema Show is one of the all-time great, prog- for anybody that knows, um, it's, a, it's a great 7-8. It's a 7-8. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like about a seven-minute instrumental thing that just yeah. goes all over the place, and it's amazing. And I happened to see, it was the first, it was the first tour after, after Peter Gabriel left. Phil Collins was lead singer. Steve Hackett was still the guitarist. Oh wow! But wow. Bill Bill Brufford was the was oh. the was the drummer. Nice. So the two so the two of them. So because because the thing is is so because Bill is a right hand right handed drummer. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Phil is a left handed drummer, yep. but he but he plays with an open set. Right. And so it didn't, it's like, it was kind of, anyway, so the, <laughs> w- when you had these fills, they, it was like choreography, like, anyway, it was just freaking off the charts. Amazing. And I, and I learned recently that Brufford was only on that tour for six months and then he, that was it. It was not as long, it, was, it wasn't a love affair that they had, but wow. I happened to catch it in New York city wow. at Beacon theater. Amazing. Wow. Nice. Wow. Holy cow. So, <laughs> yeah, you think about that name, you know, the out outshine, I, outshine the change. Yeah, outshine the change. You know, that really does uh, impinge. I think for a guy, they would just think it's like a Soundgarden song. <laughs> 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 so, That's right, right, so, right. You know, but I'm I'm curious for you know when you got started. I mean, how how do you approach? A company, especially in the beginning, when you just started this thing. I mean, I mean, how do you get the balls to approach somebody? And did you hear like a lot of "get out of my face"? I don't want to, you know. And how did you how did you deal with that? Um, I would say it was completely blind, blind and numb naivety over not knowing what was not possible. Mm. Oh, nice. I yeah. swear to I swear to God. Nice. I swear. I I seriously, it was like. That would be awesome. Let me call up. Let me call them. Let me call up so and so. And I would go to School of Visual Arts on Twenty Third, off of Lex, and 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 they had placement office, and they had they had the place they where their jobs were listed. And there was the full time gig side, and there was the part time freelance. And I I was always interested in the part time freelance. The idea there was I was not interested in being showing up in a, in, a, in a cubicle and being. I, there, there were no cultures that I saw that I was like, whoa, that right. lights me up. So right. I was like, I was more of a, just too much of a, needed to go by my own, by my own, what I saw was possible. And right. so I just was like, oh, okay. And then occasionally there might be a little thing and I'd reach out to someone. And again, times were different. The idea of, of an art director in at Revlon or Estee Lauder um, or Rolling Stone being able to get through past their secretary to that person, you're one step away. Now I think we're probably a few more steps away. People would rather you text them, maybe do a soft introduction, kind of warm them up, give yourself some social proof. And so then they get to see and they go, oh, he's done so-and-so for so-and-so. Oh, okay. And so like you got to kind of, I think there's a, you have to, a little bit more of a proving period mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was honestly just because I did not have 
in my family, I didn't have, there were, it wasn't a mentor. There wasn't like, Oh, you know, this family member is remarkably, a remarkably successful entrepreneur or business person. Um, and the only person in my family that was very, very, very financially successful in his thirties, um, was psychotic, was, was insane. Um, in a very in a very mean uh dominating and domineering way so mm-hmm. so not a great example of, it's like that was an example of okay monetary wealth but spiritual and emotional and mental uh chaos right oh, right which <laughs> which kind of takes away from the wealth you know i mean <laughs> kind of sucks the wind sucks the rug just going <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I want to, you know, communication is a big thing that we talk about here on this show and, and communicating a, a brand is always one of the most challenging things for anyone, um, especially to hone it in because you're kind of might have a piece of something like what you said, you know, you, they get excited. Like George and I get excited. We're like, hey, Steve Smith was on, you know, but then, then we kind of like said like, okay, what does, what does that mean? <laughs> All right, right. Let's yeah. see what we, you know, we have to come back again, kind of figure things out and make sure that we're, we're serving an audience with a purpose rather yeah. than just trying to do whatever we want to do or, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. and coming back again. So the communication part, what's one of the biggest communication uh, hacks that you can give to like someone that's has a brand and is having really difficulties kind of getting it, getting it seen because it, it, social media is sort of, is so noisy um, to get seen on social media these days. It's, you know, you got to, do something yeah. really crazy, you know, and something be a little yeah. psychotic sometimes, which unfortunately sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for, for, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to dissect a few bits and pieces of what you just asked. So okay. what, so how does it, how does it, how does a person, how does a person who has a brand actually like get seen, get heard? Da, 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 da. So the bottom line is, is um, there's a few layers to this. One is, is everybody has a brand. Even if they're doing nothing, that doing nothing is part of their brand. Hmm. or them doing so, or doing something what they what they do on a regular on a regular basis you know like if like like we all know someone in our in, in our life or or some way that they connect with us that's kind of let's say they're always nice they're just they always say they always say hey john hey george you know and they look you in the eye and they and they're nice and and whenever you run into this person you're like it's nice to run it that person. That's well, that that's part of that person's brand. That's on a personal hmm. basis. Now, at the same time, there are those who have a brand, quote unquote. For those that are just listening, this big freaking air quotes, big, okay, huge, Goliath, Goliath, Empire State Building air quotes, have a brand. So the thing is, is what what determines having a brand? What? That they think that they came up with a name, that they think that they came up with a logo, they think they came with. I would challenge them to say, first, I mean, I, I, I would, I would be able to annihilate, annihilate in seconds. The likelihood is that they probably don't have a brand. They probably have some components that they think equate to a brand. Right. But here's the problem: too many um, individuals, whether they be entrepreneurs or creators of any sort, anybody producing anything. The bottom line is, is that if you are, you cannot lose sight of yourself as the point of emanation when it comes to being a brand. 
Like, for example, I like when 2020 hit, um, I felt the impact in my business. I was still busy, but I saw a decline. I was like definitely had an impact for a few months until I kind of adapted and reconfigured and da, 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 da. And then it was like, sort of come back. It was fine. But during that time, I decided, you know what? Because I had already written brand intervention and that was written. And, and, and just for context, for those who don't know, I've been doing this for 42 years. I didn't just say I'm 42 years old. No, I've been doing this career for 42 mm. years, over four decades. I've been doing this and I've seen a lot and I, and I know a lot. Well, after 35 or so years, I was like, you know, I keep on hearing the same questions from people. And these are people, whether these are CEOs of international corporations, international businesses, new startups in, in California or New York or New Jersey or overseas or Florida or wherever. And, you know, I have helped creative individuals build their empires and make millions and in some cases billions of dollars. So I, I and but yet they all had the same blind spots. They all had the same, they kind of dismissed certain things or they didn't fully anticipate if they did this, then that would happen. So I wrote the book. My book was literally, these are the same confusions, misconceptions, blind spots that entrepreneurs and creative people have. So that's what the book, that's why I wrote the book. So after I wrote that and it became a best international bestseller within two days, I then, I then said, okay, I'm going to put this into a digital form in some way. I'm going to create a course around this. And so I spent nine months putting that together. And what I, and the, and the reason that I say that is because I needed to take ownership. And what I tell people at the beginning, as I say, literally the first zoom, we have these two hour zoom calls that happen as part of the, it's a mentoring and masterclass is what it is. And I tell people in the first masterclass, I say this. I say, here's the deal. I know you're here to get a brand, but I'm here to tell you something. Um, you, don't, you, you don't need a brand. Your brand needs you. And I'm here to get the shit out of the way so mm. that you there, so that I can give you back to you so that you can empower your brand. Wow. 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 That's my answer to your initial question. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, because people get in their own way because I think the excitement and the, the idea of what that possibility is of something they just created here, they forget what's here and then they go over there or they go over there or they go over there or whatever. And then you have to kind of wheel it in and take responsibility for what you actually have and yeah. kind of. Or yeah. they or they or they go like, hey, this is like, a, you know, again, oh, they're the intoxication. Oh, this is such yeah. a great blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they're so infatuated with it. Or they, or they think it's going to happen because it's a great idea. It's a great name. It's a this, it's a that. And they misassign, right. they misassign their power. Their, they are the thing that's breathing life into it. That thing isn't breathing life into them. They're mm. breathing life into it. You talk to any great leader, they will have that accountability. You talk to any great athlete, the athlete doesn't go, well, the ball made me great. No. You right. made the ball great. Right. You made that you you made that distance yeah, that yeah. you jumped that nobody had jumped before. Amazing. You yeah. know, you made 
the opposing forces. Remarkable. Muhammad Ali, oh my God, right? Turned fighting into art. Right, right. I mean, so, you know, and, and even just listening to his brilliance of words and concepts. So right. that's that's the basic thing. I mean, anyway, I'm... I'm you, yeah, feel, and, feel free to just kind of go boom. But, oh, yeah, but, and... <laughs> Well, you mentioned Muhammad Ali, and he's somebody that like really spoke into existence what he was going to be, and what he was yeah. going to do before, Absolutely. and anything. did it joyously, man, and he loved just, like, it every second. Loved, people loved just listening to him because yeah, he was it's just, true. he lit it up. He it's true. he didn't come half baked, and too right. many people are showing up half baked, you know, and it's like, you know half yeah. baked or they're going on autopilot. Or they're yeah. half-assing shit and going, how come I'm not getting more recognition? Because you didn't freaking show up. Right. Look, look, you dick. You didn't right. show up. You needed to show up. <laughs> they, uh, they come in half-baked like Cheech and Chong, you know. Like, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Hey, Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were half-baked. They were really baked. <laughs> but I, I think one of the things that happens, especially with social media, and that John was pointing out as well, that – you know, you you think about all these these gurus of social media on YouTube and all these, and they tell you this is the way that gets you the views. This is what you need to do to get a thousand people. This and everybody now trying to tell day, you to do you the same. Post. Yeah, this time of the day. This and everybody's trying to rush to do the same exact thing. Where your thing is differentiation, right? You're you know do something that stands you out from that thing. It's so counterintuitive when you think about it, how what people are actually saying or what the trends are. Right. And how do you deal with trends when it comes to like businesses and stuff like that? It shows me it. I, I use when I see stuff like trends, it shows me one where everyone's attention is going. And then I ask the next question. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is that working? Why is that doing what it's doing? Because if we don't understand why something happens, we're a puppet. We are, we are only as good as the latest hack that we've gotten from someone else. Right. If you want to lead a second-rate life, if you want to lead, if you want to just be an also-ran, I mean, like, I mean, and I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. There's someone that I there's someone that I know who's who's incredibly talented. And and reached out and said, Hey man, you'd love love for you to, to be on my podcast. Um per, and I and I was like, I I think this person's really, really, really brilliantly talented. And I said, oh, absolutely, you know, I, I wanna wanna help him out in any way that I can. It's great. Never follows up. Oh. And I see, and I and I see, and I, and I notice the person doing all kinds of other things. That's called being a candy ass amateur. I am sorry. That's right. bullshit. Right. That's bullshit. You know, and yeah. and look, you know, we we all we all have it. You know, we all have our areas. You know, there's. I mean, how many people are like, oh, well, I really want. You know, I want to lose weight, and then they don't do whatever. Just to, they don't right. do the shit, right? Or right. I, or or I or. You know, or I tell, I mean, they're like, there was one person who did my master class who capable, intelligent, but had the, the little disease. And I think it's impacted many 
potentially brilliant people. Uh, this little entitlement thing. It's like, damn, I'm not getting the recognition it should be getting, man. Oh, uh, damn, I don't have more followers. Oh, that was like the best video I ever did. It's like it got, it got eight views, man. I'm really bummed. It's like, well, what the hell did you do about to actually raise your, what have you done from an accountability standpoint to actually do it? I mean, there's like, a, like, like there's a guy. Alex Hormozzi, the guy's like very successful. He, he was a power lifter and then he worked on the gyms and this and, this. and he and his, anyway, super smart guy, capable guy, very successful. Um, and he, and he's basically had spoken to Grant Cardone and admired Grant, saw what Grant was doing and all kind of stuff. And Grant coached him, you know, and he, and Alex had shared some of the coaching points. And one of them was the factor of like your volume. What can I do? Blah, 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 blah. And it was whatever the question was, Grant's thing was volume. Your volume, your estimation of volume is off. And I think he, I think uh-huh. Alex had said at the time that he had started, and he had all the resources to, to do whatever the hell he wanted. Like money, money and time were no barrier, zero right. barrier. Wow. Like, so he was probably putting out maybe uh, eight to 10 pieces of, uh, of uh, social media a week. After he spoke to Grant, ramped it up. Now he gets out 80, eight, zero pieces wow. of content each and every week. And he has a team for, for Twitter. He has a team for uh, YouTube, a team for Instagram. Team for, and he just set it up. Da, 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 da. He, it's like he, and Grant, Grant was like, no, it's like you might think it's quality. And da, 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 da. You're, the, qual, the quantity of output. Right. And... You know, right. that's just like, what's the degree of hustle that people are willing to put in? Yeah. Very few are willing to put it in, you know? Right. And so anyway, there's, there's, yeah, I, there's your answer. Yeah. And I talk a lot about that with social media. I mean, I've been doing the social media since MySpace. When I, when I first saw MySpace, I went 2004, I went to Washington DC for a music conference and some dude got up and he put up his phone and he was like, he was like, in five years, you're going to have every song you ever wanted on a device about this size. And I was like, get the hell out of here, you know, but I was blown away. He mentioned MySpace. I went home and I thought, and George and I have been in a band together and we recorded records and we had a, some, some radio success in, up in New York. And so I came home and I said, yo, I said, we need to get on this internet thing with this <laughs> MySpace thing. And we got to get on there, you know, and just continue just, you know, cause I thought if you're in your house and you could tell somebody that you're performing at, 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 at the bitter end, I mean, are you right. kidding me? Are you, you know, this is huge. So right. yeah, I've been doing that a long time. So I know that volume is a big thing, but let's talk about content also sometimes because you know I'll see someone post like a mil- like real estate agents. I was a real estate agent. I still am licensed in New Jersey, so I would do real estate, and I just did one recently online where I did a real estate uh, training for some agents, right? And you look at their, I look at their social media pages, and I see pictures of like a thousand houses, and I'm like. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, no one is going to give a crap that you have the 1,000 houses. And not just that, two or three agents had the same house. I was like, looking, yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? So can you talk a little bit about that, about the content? You know, like how can you really have the art of being so different? You know, getting that art down where you can actually create an impact where your content is going to look different than the guy next door. But it's the same product, basically. 
Well, well, there's two things. One is is that I always ask whenever I work with any any client at all, I always say, "Tell me why I as a, as a prospect should care." Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight out, tell me. And it's always fascinating to listen to the answers. <laughs> and when they're done with their answer, which can take two minutes, which can take twenty five minutes, doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever it is, I then ask them. I say, "Let me." So. Thank, I thank them. And then I say, so let me ask you something. Why do I know that if I went to every, like 10 of your competitors right now, I'd pretty much hear pretty much the same thing of what you just told me. That's at the point that the, the fog starts to lift. Hmm. That they start to go, oh shit, I have a problem. Yes, you do have a problem. The problem is you sound like everybody else. Right. Right. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you are not like everyone else, and what you could be saying is more true than any of the competitors. But that's not. We're we're not at that point yet. So the thing is, is you sound like everyone else. If you sound like everyone else, and you smell like everyone else, and you taste like everybody else, and you feel like everybody else. You're everybody else. Right. Right. You, right. You're not in a point. And if branding, for those that have not yet read my, if you haven't read my book, if you don't own my book. If you have, if you're listening, still listening at this point, and you have, haven't buy my freaking book, Brand Intervention, hardcover, right there. Buy the book, hardcover. Why hardcover? Because here's the thing: people are gonna, people are gonna see this on in your room on your desk, and they're gonna actually, they're gonna actually like touch it and probably mistakenly borrow it. Oops! Somehow it ended up in their possession. <laughs> well, when you cl- when you claim it back, see when you hit somebody with a paperback, they're like. His or her heart isn't it's not in it. But when you hit them with a hardcover, they're like, "Holy shit, they're serious." So the thing that's why the hardcover is not for me. It's for you. But the thing about this, but the thing about this is, is I cover in the book. Branding is the art of differentiation. Branding is the logo. Branding is the slogan. Branding is the name. I mean, those are support all supporting points. But it's kind of like just like a note isn't a song. And a stroke of paint isn't isn't a masterpiece, you know. That one thing, you know, an ingredient, you know, one grain of salt is not a meal, mm. right? You know, a coffee bean is not that amazing espresso I make that I'm going to be making after I actually we're done here. That I'm going to make for myself and my wife. I'm going to say, honey, that was an amazing conversation I had with these guys. It was awesome. It was cool. And we're going to have a celebratory freaking espresso. It's going to be nice. incredible. So. <laughs> Um, so, so that's the, that's the thing you need to understand. It's vital to understand that. And the worst thing is, is it's with those, those folks who are showing like a gazillion, I, I, like, I actually have quite a few clients in the financial space. And what's interesting is like, we manage, you know, 15 billion in assets. I said, I don't give a shit. That's like that's like that's like the realist. That's like the uh, the 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 retail the retail giants who go. We have a hundred and twenty thousand products. I said, couldn't give a damn. Do you have the one that I want? That's the only conversation I'm interested in having. I don't give a shit about the one hundred and nineteen point nine 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 thousand other products you got. Do you have this one? Right. 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 So they don't know. So so people get confused. The idea of oh quantity somehow means quality in terms of options and that kind of stuff, and that's not the case. Yeah. So that's that's basically that's basically how the thing rolls. 
Now, one thing, one thing I'm going to do, I'm seeing that my battery is getting a little low here. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to actually, you guys are going to talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. In seven, we're, eight we're, time, by the way. Seven, eight time. <laughs> seven, eight time. Seven, eight time. Signature conversation. <laughs> right, I hear it. Going. I hear any four, four. I'm going to be freaking upset. George, okay. start it off because I'm. There's oh, no, no way I can. Four, off. five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. <laughs> That's awesome. So it, this book uh, again, I just want to show it uh, once again. Um, and I actually, you know, I, I don't have this book yet. Um, I will get this book today. Um, I will order it as soon as uh, I might actually do it while we're live. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, David is is really giving us some incredible information here, some great gems. And one of the things that I really like about what he's saying is that, you know, there's this honesty that's like missing from this industry. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think it came in the real estate agent, you know, a real estate agent is really, um, unfortunately, they're kind of covered with this thing of like having to be this proper thing. They're not lawyers. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, they're not mm -hmm. accountants. You know, they're not legal people. They're real estate agents, but they wear a tie and they wear a shirt and then they fall into this kind of weird kind of thing. So uh, having a conversation the way David is having right now and just saying, like, I don't care. Tell me what your product is or why should I care? That is so huge and so missing in the industry of just not Correct. social media, but just branding in general. People aren't being asked that. You know, what right. I mean, George and I are, are, are guilty of it because we're kind of asked we kind of have to police ourselves. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Right. You know, is this, are we doing anything viable here or what should we do? We're looking for this. We're looking for that. And, but it's, it's important to really not only have it on your own, you right. know, have your own thing, but also have someone there that can do that. And David is back. And uh, <laughs> that was great. And we, we uh, did show your book again and we'll probably uh, show it a million times before we're done. Um, now, now, by the by the way, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna criticize you because I, I noticed that some of that some of that was done in five four, not seven eight, and uh, <laughs> so not cool, so not Sorry, cool. Sorry, guys. I was listening. Without to George, I'm I'm a I'm a four four guy. I'm four, unfortunately, I need I need that timing. Listen, I've been, I've been I've been practicing and practicing because if I start hang, if I'm hanging out with Steve Smith at the end of the month, he's gonna he's gonna toast oh, me. So you know, I gotta get oh, ready. Oh man, that's gonna be. Um, uh, David, one one of the things I wanted to ask you was about your actual book because I mean you completely differentiated yourself just with your book alone, the way yeah, you wrote yeah. it and 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 how you wrote it. Can you talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, so again, I, I'm going to point this out so you so that so that everyone listening really gets the point. You've got to take inventory of what's out there. You know, I mean, the, the, and the greatest, the greatest of us takes inventory. You know, it's like whether it was Muhammad Ali taking inventory of what, who was doing what and what he had to compete against, or it's, or it's Motown and, you know, Gordy looking at and going, hey, this is what's going on, but no one actually has the package of, singing dancing dress you know where getting the threads together yeah. and so when it came to writing the book it's the same question that i asked myself when i wrote my uh, when i started my blog i was like well you know there's some really smart people out there saying some really good stuff what am i going to add to this party right. and i that's what i really had to ask myself and so i was like 
Well, yeah, there are people who can make good business comments, people who could make good uh, observations. They could do good strategies. They could do talk good stuff from a management standpoint, this standpoint. But no one that I knew or saw actually showed, they pulled the curtain back and showed what went into creating an actual brand. I'm going to show you the before. I'm going to show you the after. I'm going to walk you through. I'm going to tell you my thinking process. So you actually go and you really feel that you're getting something that you hear that you can't get anywhere else. Mm. Similarly, when it got to the book, what I looked at was I had a pet peeve. I would find myself reading some like amazing books, books that, you know, everyone said, oh, you got to read it. It's amazing. It'll change the way you do business. It'll change this. It'll change that. So I'd read the book and I would invariably find universally find there'll be like 10 to 12 pages somewhere in the middle of the book that had right. the shit right it had what i called yeah. the shit yeah. everything and i talk that, about this yeah. <laughs> we talk about yeah, this i gotta right. yeah i mean i won't and, name any and, and, anyone. And, and, and i remember the first time someone asked me this and i told them this they were like sort of like yeah and it's like, it seemed to be whenever i mentioned it everyone's like yeah, everyone has had the same experience. Yes. It's like so you get all you get all this build up, all this yeah. foreplay, and then you have the moment, and then there's like the then there's like, you know, there's like the, you know, sm that was really good. Thanks for yeah. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do it again sometime soon? Okay. So yeah. so what happens is so what happens is I was like, I hate that shit. Right. What if, if I wanted to go in the treasure hunt? Tell me up front, I'm going on a treasure hunt. But if right. you're not telling me that up front, tell me where to look so I can get to the shit. And if I want to find out any more stuff that you've extrapolated or this, that, the other. And there was that. And there was one other thing. There were, there were a couple, there were a couple of, um, of, of amazing Ted talks that I had seen. And I was like, it was like some hot, hot, hot shit. And I bought, couple of books based on what I saw in the TED talk. I'm like, if this person can slay it in 18 minutes, oh my God, what the, what's it going to be like? But yet I actually then bought the book. I found nothing, no more value in the book. The 18 minutes, that was it. Oh wow. That was the flip. That was the flip side. I was like, you son of a bitch. So, <laughs> so that just you. further, further, further cemented my, you kidding me? So I ended right. up, deciding i'm not going to have any fluff in the book i'm going to have no fluff in the book that's partly why there's the type is so freaking big because yeah. i did not i could have written five times the, the what's in there but out of respect for myself and out of respect for the reader i actually just was like no here's what you need to know on each of these points this i've given you the concentrated stuff all the pulp you know all the good stuff Ugh. You'll yeah. be healthier just from each, yeah. reading each page, you know. <laughs> wham bam, thank and you, that sir. Was, yeah. <laughs> and that was, the, and that was the thing, and that's why. And, and and the flip side of it was the surprise reaction that I got from people. People when they opened the book, they're like, "Oh my god!" They actually get excited right. like a kid in the toy store. Right. <laughs> you know, it's so, funny you said that because books are like that. Also, I can't tell you how many webinars I've paid for that had this amazing two minute video before the webinar. And I, so I said, you know, I'm going to get this. It's only whatever it is. I get the webinar and two hours later, I'm like, yeah. man, I got maybe like maybe one thing that I can actually apply. Now 
I've done a lot of webinars throughout the last, you know, whenever webinars became a thing, um, you do kind of extrapolate enough that you can put a thing together. But I was just like, you know, can someone do something where, where they say that it's going to be this thing and it's that through the whole thing, or just let me go, let me go home. Why do I have to stay for another hour while you talk about how great you are and how great this thing that you did and then go back to the, the price and then yeah. go back to the price and go back. And yeah, I just, I got so sick of that and books, you know, I, there are a couple of authors, you know, a couple of books that I did get, that I did get some benefit out of, um, you know, you, I'm sure, you know, a lot of these, these people, um, you know, but some of them they do have a lot of fluff. So I, I, it's great to hear that, to hear you say that because that Hold is on like, one second. I'm gonna, I'm, it's, it's mother nature's starting to rain. So I'm going to, I'm oh. going to, I'm going to pull myself. I'm going to pull myself so I don't get, I don't get okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> now I'm going to move one more time. All right. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll try that five, five seven, five, four now. Five, five four. four now. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, one, two. <laughs> I'm never going to get It's this. too bad because it's that, that beautiful set that he built just for this show. And I went not going to be able to see it anymore. That's true, right? <laughs> Here, but I yeah, will, I will. You keep, you George, keep, you keep you going. And, I'm moving myself. Yeah, yeah. George, you and I have actually talked about this extensively where yes, we yes. go to webinars, we go to different, uh, we buy books, we get tapes in the old days. And you kind of get like, oh man, you know, this only had one tape that was anything. And it was, no, to, it's I could have right? just, I could have learned. I, oh, and the worst things is when you know that you could have actually, that this is free. It's, right. it's somewhere free online. I could have yeah, gotten this was all for, I've heard this already. I've done this myself. <laughs> I actually know more than this person that's talking right now. Now I want to be the <laughs> idiot in the room. You know what I mean? I want to be the guy that leaves there blown away. Not the guy that feels like I could have done that talk. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's right. So oh, that, that been, awesome. been there, been there, totally been there. Yeah. So I want to uh, talk a little bit about, um, Brent, the, the, the book, how it relates to someone starting out now, like, you know, this, we've talked a lot about brands and people that have brands and some people have billions of dollars and some, there might be somebody sitting at home, especially after the last two years that we've had with an idea of something that they want to actually create. They have no clue how to do it. I know that this book will be a, a, a starting point for them. Um, what would you say would be another starting point or something that they should uh, look into? Well, one is, is they, without question, buy the book, buy the freaking book, not for me, for you. It is, I, it's, I, I there is, just trust me, just buy the freaking book for yourself. It's for your own investment into you. The greatest thing that you, the listener needs is knowledge. The greatest thing that you can do to ramp up your skill set is getting better insight, better understanding. You need stuff that's not, you don't need cookie cutter templates. You don't need cookie cutter little, oh, let me, here's a color by number thing for success. Or anybody that says, look, you don't need to have, you don't need to have talent. You don't need to have a pulse. You don't need to be alive. You don't need blood circulation. You don't need food. You don't need any, you need, you need nothing. And, but I've got, here's the formula. Oh, anybody, anytime anybody's telling you and you're going, it sounds too good to be real. Uh, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And save yourself the angst that John and George have just been talking about. Um, because it need, you need 
information from a reliable and proven source that gives you you. You don't need more of somebody else. You need more of you. If you get nothing else from this whole thing, just get that. You don't need more of someone else. You don't need, you don't need to how, know how to do something like so-and-so. If that if you're not getting more of yourself as a result of books or information that you're getting or if someone's mentoring you, if someone, anybody ever convinces you of the notion that they know more about you than you do, that they that their opinion of you is more vital and more meaningful than your own opinion of you, uh, shove them the freaking door or kick them the hell out. That's bullshit. Okay. So the thing is, is, you know, it's like, you've got what it takes. It's going to take hustle. It's going to take work. It's going to take, you know, diligent effort. It ain't going to be like, Oh man, I kind of, I, I wished upon a star, get the hell over it. Just be willing to do the hard work. Be willing to get in there. Just do it. And, and then just compliment that willingness with knowledge and then you can be more responsible you can have better better control and you can then have better outcomes you know you you, i mean you think you think that michael jordan didn't practice you think that the best musicians didn't practice you think that the best painters you didn't look at what others were doing going wow i love the way those colors were brought together that was so gorgeously done or brilliant entrepreneurs noticing wow so and so they really they disrupted their industry brilliantly, right? Because right. you're either adding to the noise or you're rising above the noise. Those are your two right. options. There is no gray. Right. A gray is bullshit. Right. And somebody, and if you want a new business, there's a new business for you. Oh, start the gray is bullshit t-shirt line right there. Gray <laughs> is bullshit. That's it. There it is. And- <laughs> That's it. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, George, but I feel like there has been a brand intervention, and, <laughs> and yes, we, we've actually we got to come clean. Um, I, <laughs> I do want to give a, a shout out to Christina, who says no fluff. I love it. That's exactly right. Thank you, Christina, um, and everyone else. David, it's, it's been an hour. I feel like we just got smacked um, in, the, in, a, in the best way possible. But I really just want to just thank you so much for, for this. And I, I feel bad showing the book because it blocks you. Even when I go to the, the, the right or the left, I, I can't yeah, even around I know. <laughs> well, I have, to, I have to come up with some, uh, some other way of having it pop up. But thank you so much for, for doing this. This has been like a tremendous uh, uh, workshop for us. Yes, and absolutely. moving forward, you know, George and I are definitely going to get this book. And we, we normally get these books, you know, we read them and then we come on sometimes and we'll talk about the actual what we've learned from certain books that we've read. And George is a, is a big reader. I'm a big reader. So um, this is the next our next next task. And we will actually do a probably a whole episode just on, on covering yes. on this book. And we really want to thank you so much for doing this. Oh, yeah, 100 uh, percent. It's my pleasure. And, and the bottom line is, is, you know, the, the greatest thing that can be done here is, um, you know, get get as many eyeballs to see this as possible so that they can get value. Um, people are always amazed and surprised that I show up 
with as much passion and as much conviction. And I don't show up half baked. I don't show up uh, kind of like uh, I had a long day. It's like you know, if, if I had a long day, that that was then. This is now. That's a who gives a damn. Right. Um, it's like you're you showed up. I showed up. I want this to be, you know, my, my goal is a simple one. I want you to have a brand new problem that you guys go, this was the freaking most amazing uh, podcast we've ever done. And holy shit, how are we ever, how are we ever going to like even come close to that? I want that to be your new problem. Right. You're like, oh my God, this is like, this is, he freaking like blowtorch the shit out of any, anything that <laughs> If there were any molecules of averageness in, in the environment, they were blowtorched like freaking out of the, the galaxy, man. Oh, man. Well, it is a, a problem. George, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm the, I booked them. Um, <laughs> but we are screwed. We got some new problems that we have to confront it's right all right. now. I need, I need his book for the back over here. So uh... Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> we're going to do that, and we're going to definitely absorb everything that we've uh, learned today. Get the book. Everybody, please go run out. Get the book right here, risingabovethenoise.com, um, and follow David on all platforms. Um, I'll have everything in the description, of course. Of course, the book, one more time, Dave, to block you there. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that, that, that's awesome. I, 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 actually, it's, I don't mind it too much because the back of the book actually has some amazing writing on it. I was just reading it while you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, wait, how is he doing that? <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't I, surprise I you that you can do that. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you that that was a three-dimensional JPEG. So, I mean, right. but that's another discussion. David, wow. thank you so much. Uh, appreciate it. Hold on one second. We're just going to close out the show. We want to just say good night, probably just uh, hang out one second. And thank you so much for being on the show. You, appreciate it. Absolutely, my pleasure, guys. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Talk so, about uh, my head's gonna explode with the info and uh, I know, and, uh, but you know, we talk about stuff like this all the time. And yes, this we is, do. And I think what he said was right. This is like a, a pivotal point because we talk about these problems, but we didn't we didn't have like you know, there's a lot of people that are talking about this stuff, right? Yeah, but there's right. no streamline to it. This streamlined exactly. it for me anyway. Yeah. And me, you know, I think for you too, because we're both yes. sort of uh, cut out of the same cloth. Um, but I think that that's that this is something that we have to kind of have a whole uh, conversation about. Um, like we do, right? Exactly. Um, but thank everybody for being on. We appreciate y'all. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We'll see you all again next week. Uh, same time, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for counterparts, George Batista, John Henry Soto, David Breyer. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all again next week. And as always. <laughs>